0: kingdom pursuits where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion together we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let god turn their passion into kingdom pursuits now live from the truth booth your host robbie dilmore
1: here we are it's 2024 and it's actually the first kingdom pursuits of 2024 very fun and today we have a new guest on with us. We have John, and I'm going to try not to murder his last name, DiGirolamo. Is that pretty close, John?
0: Uh, yeah, DiGirolamo. Thanks for having me on the show. Really appreciate it.
1: DiGirolamo. Wow. It's almost like Geronimo, only Geronolamo. <laughs>
0: uh, I've been, yeah, I've been uh, having people uh, butcher my name for my whole life, so.
1: So, uh, So John, are you on a speakerphone?
0: uh, I'm on headphones.
1: Ah, so yeah, sometimes those sound a little bit better, believe it or not, just straight through the phone. But anyway, uh, we're so glad you're here, and he is the author. We're really glad you're here, um, of of a book, uh, of a book series. Actually, it's not about, and then he's got several titles, but the one we're especially. Um, we're mainly talking about today, it's not about the predator. And and so, John, tell us a little bit about it's not about the predator. (laughs) Tell us about what it's not about.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sure. So
0: it's really about what you as the parent can do to keep your kids safe online, what you need to know uh, about what the predators are doing out out there, And, and then how you can take action to your loved ones safe and it's kind of um, it's a short booklet it's just over 50 pages and it's really based on practical tips for parents and um, and just you know being able to quickly figure out you know kind of how these guys operate out there and uh, and most people are surprised that it's, it's, it's really worse than, than most people think
1: oh yeah by all means. And and so I'm definitely curious about the title. I mean, what are you getting at when you're saying it's not about the
0: predator? Well, it's, it's a situation where we've got technology changing uh, very fast and predators uh, use that technology. And so it's really not about trying to stop them per se, because you know, that's something you as an individual parent really have a hard time doing. What you can control is, uh, is what, you, what conversations you have with your kids, what kind of um, you know, family values you instill in them, and, and just trying to teach them to navigate the digital world uh, because you know, today's teenager is different than any other generation. They've grown up with this stuff. It's been, been around their entire life. And it's it's about you trying to navigate that with your child, um, and so, uh, and I don't know that that's kind of my marketing catch for for different book titles.
1: All right, well, for those who are used to the Kingdom of Suits, no, we gotta we gotta get to some stuff here. So, speaking of predators. I, I'm gonna guess, John. You've never played Shenanigans, have you? <laughs>
0: um, probably not this version.
1: Yeah, this—it's all gonna change for you real quick here. So here we go. You know, you may know this, Nick, but the swordfish has no natural predators to fear from. Speaking of predators, right? Yet they—they sh- they literally shiver at the sight of what fish.
0: A kebab. Kebab. (laughs) Kebab? Something
1: like that. Yeah, I would think, yeah, a kebab fish would get a swordfish every time. How about you, John? You got any ideas? What fish makes the swordfish shiver?
0: I don't
1: know. All right, I'm going to give you a big hint. Because you're an author, you have a good sense of this. Because... They shiver at the pen fish because, of course, everybody knows the pen is mightier than the sword. sword huh? <laughs> oh, wow. <Yeah>. Good
0: one. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So, uh, this one's actually my favorite on the list. I, I sat here and looked at it for probably three minutes before it hit me. So, I won't be surprised if you don't get this, but you are going to love it, I think, on the other side of this, Nick. So, how does honeysuckle avoid predators?
0: <clears throat>
1: honeysuckle? Yeah, you know, honeysuckle, their little flowers. Oh. How do they avoid predators? What do you think? John, you got any ideas? I feel like they have to be careful. No, I like that. Yeah. They wouldn't need to be careful. <laughs> John, what you think?
2: Yeah,
0: I was trying to think of, uh, of using the word be on there. so <laughs> Maybe they're... they're they're trying to
1: be, uh, yeah, be in hiding. Yeah, well, they're going to be invasive. So <laughs> invasive maneuvers. Is- <laughs> you got to admit that invasive. Okay, you, you know, if you're a flower. Anyway, <laughs> so what do koi fish, you know, why, more importantly, why do koi fish travel in groups of four? Have you thought about that one? I never even knew no, it, that, that koi fish... Traveled in groups of four. I'm going to make this one easy for you. See, when attacked, koi A and koi B and koi C will go in one direction. And then you might have guessed it by now. The fourth one is the D koi.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> anyway, I just have so much fun with this. Why do you, what, excuse me, do you call a collection of information about oceanic predators? So it's a whole like database of information about oceanic predators. What do you call that? Hmm. I have the word, but I don't. I can't think of the word. No, like, it, I it, know it. It's coming to you. It's archives. Oh, that, that was weird. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> yeah that's a groaner we, we ended it with a groaner and getting on to your riddle today so if you can call in and guess this the good news is we've got a copy of it's not about the predator for you so we're going to talk about that in a minute but here's your riddle for today so and i do love this riddle which bible predator was sweet on samson which Bible predator <laughs> was sweet on Samson? If you know that, you call us at eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four eight six six three four truth and tell us which Bible predator was sweet on Samson. And Nick, tell them what they'll win. Absolutely, yes. You'll be winning a. Pre- you actually be winning john's books it's not a predator it's not about the sex it's not about the badge just call in at 866-348-7884 866-34-TRUTH yes so john has written a whole series of books and you get your pick so you call us 866-348-7884 which bible predator was sweet on samson and i'm guessing you got that one you know i'm not thinking that's one of my harder riddles ever but feel free, a lot of times, and i have never surprised at some of the great answers that people come up with that I never would have thought of in a million years. 866 348 7884. And while you're on that subject, like if, if you're just thinking, wow, I would really like to ask John a question. I've, I've, I've got children at home. You know, I want to have good conversations with them. You know, what should we be bringing up? Those kind of questions, you know, that I may not ask, by all means. We've got John here for that very reason. Let's not start twenty twenty four in a, a a predatory way. <laughs> let's let's be talking about it. And, and I love the whole idea of what you're talking about, John. Is that really it, it, it's so much uh, about the relationship between the parent and the child that that ends up, you know, being the protection, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because you know you've got to be able to to have the kind of relationship with your kids that if something happens and even if it's something that happens to a friend of theirs they can feel comfortable talking to you and and coming to you and telling you what's happening you know the predators count on kids being embarrassed about a situation they've gotten themselves into
1: right unfortunately John we got to go to a break so we'll be right back with either your answers or your questions and a lot more with John,
0: 866-348-7884. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.
1: Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And today we're blessed to have with us John DiGirolamo. Did I say it right? No.
0: DiGirolamo.
1: DiGirolamo. I
0: can't say There that.
1: you go. All right. So anyway, he's the author of the book we're talking about today, is It's Not About the Predator, but you also have a whole series of what it's not about, which did that start off with It's Not About the Badge? It did. And so that I'm curious, like you you saw that it's not about the badge. Why isn't it about the badge? What what what, what were you going after there?
0: Yeah, so this, this book is about the human side of policing. And I asked police officers, tell me about a day on the job you'll never forget. And it wasn't the days that they were the most dangerous criminal per se. It was days that had an extraordinary effect on that officer as a person, uh, even though it might have been sort of an ordinary policing day. And so it's, it's not about the badge. It's about how does, how does that person deal with everything they have to do in their job? How does it affect their life, their marriage, uh, et cetera? And, uh, and so I really wanted to show the human side of policing. I wrote this during the Deep on the police. Um, kind of happenings in 2020. And I wanted to give regular uh, small-town police officers a voice to to tell their stories.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful. And so, as you did, you introduced a whole series of of It's Not About, right? Um, Which ends up here where we are today on It's Not About the Predator. And, And so, I'm literally shocked, I am, that no one has called in yet today. It must be because of the rainy, snowy weather or something, but it's a perfect day to you know, call us at 866-348-7884. If you want to talk about this idea of, uh, of sexual exploitation of our youth and all that kind of stuff, or if you just want to tell us which Bible predator was sweet on Samson, I mean, come on now. That one's pretty easy. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share. And so, John, I, I'd love to know the story of you know, there's always a story behind the story, right? Like, how did God put it on your heart to write this particular book? Uh, was there a story involved that you got involved in that? Or was that something that came out of your policing book? Or how did it, how did it come about?
0: Yeah, there, it really is a succession of, of, of how I wrote the books. And
2: I was interviewing
0: a police officer, and I asked, what would you do if you won the lottery? And I got all kinds of answers, and one of the officers just stopped stone cold and said, "I quit my job and hunt down human traffickers." And I realized two things: one, I had I had my next book, but more importantly, I realized I didn't know that much about human trafficking, and uh, and I felt like I'm the average American out there, and so I wanted to tell stories uh, for people. Uh, and different perspectives about human trafficking. And I started talking about trafficking. And one way that traffickers operate is is through technology and being online. And the more research I did, I realized that uh, there's a lot of other bad guys out there that are not necessarily after trafficking. And so it's a really broader topic. And instead of telling stories, I, I wanted to uh, simply put together pieces of information that people could quickly read and, and really, you know, start to take action uh, in a 50-some page book. And, and so that's that's how I got to writing about predators is that broadening of kind of what these guys are doing, how they're doing it, where, um, and, and, and what's their playbook.
1: And, and so what were some of those stories that took you by surprise? Can you share one of them?
0: Yeah, I was interviewing a police officer um, who was in the Boise metro area who went undercover uh, as a a 13-year-old girl online. And it wasn't a police officer in in the first book, uh, was not. And uh, and so I talked to him about that, and some of the stories that he told me that when he went and went online, how quickly strangers asked to be this person's uh, friend on on social media and how quickly in 24 hours he was starting to be asked out for dates and and asked for pictures and this is all within 24 hours and he's typing back as a 13 year old girl you know how do I go out on a date do I ride my bike I you know I'm 13 I can't drive and the predators you know without skipping a beat said oh well just you know we'll set up a a motel where we can meet very close to your house, et cetera. And this predator eventually got very specific with what they wanted to do, uh, all documented on the communication um, in in chat rooms and stuff. And so he was promptly arrested when they met at the motel. And and I was just surprised at how quickly it went from brand new profile to, uh, hey, meet me at a motel. These guys—it's so easy to set up profiles. It's so easy to ask for uh, connections, friends, followers on social media, and they'll just send out a hundred of them. And that's what this criminal did. He sent out hundreds of requests to middle schoolers and uh, see who would react. And that's that's how they operate.
1: Yeah, it's it's absolutely terrifying uh, when you think about how how easy that is. And, and again, uh, so what, what was your response as far as what, how a parent could protect against that kind of thing?
0: Yeah, there's lots of different things that a, that a parent can do. So one thing is you've got to, you've got to monitor that situation. And so what that means is you as a parent, need to approve anything that gets downloaded any application game etc that gets downloaded onto your kid's phone and you need to make sure what's going on there and what i mean by that is there are plenty of age-appropriate games for example um, but all, all of them have private messaging and chat rooms. that's where the predators are hanging out so It might look like the kid is, you know, having a good time, playing a game, no big deal, Um, but it's the chat rooms where the predators are are asking questions, trying to worm their way in. They'll, They'll be bold enough to ask for that kid's cell phone number, and now they've got direct access. And so you have to, as a parent, know what's going on. There are parental control software programs like Bark and Canopy and and several others that you can use. And if you've got young kids, I suggest getting a dumb phone instead of a smartphone. And dumb phones are very limited in what they'll do. They won't send, you can't send pictures, you don't have internet access, things like that. And um, and then finally, you've got to talk to the kids. You've got to have that awkward conversation. And um, it's an opportunity. You can look at it that way as a way to explain biblical values with your kid, and, um, and there are resources out there to help parents have those difficult conversations. Uh, groups like thorn.org, Defend Young Minds, and the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children.
1: Wow, yeah, and and the, as well as, you don't know this, but I actually host a, a show that just deals with this all the time called Land and Rescue, and with people that go around all the time dealing with these very issues and so at landandrescue.org there are a phenomenal amount of resources uh to help you have those discussions with your kids cuz it 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 really does boil down to you know it's 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 almost impossible to if if you become the bad guy in your kids life don't let him have a phone don't let him get touched you know then all of a sudden you know, they're going to go find a way to do that outside of your borders and outside of your, you know, relationship. And did you speak to that at all in your book, John?
0: Yeah, a little bit. It's it's a matter of um, having that relationship where you can explain what those (laughs) dangers are, have the kid come and and talk to you when, when things are happening. And it could be or somebody says, hey, this person wants to be my friend on social media, but they're acting really strange, and you can sort of stop some of those things before they get into um, into a bad situation. You know, there are countless stories of kids sending pictures of themselves within 24 hours of being contacted by somebody on social media. That should be terrifying to every parent that it can happen that quickly. So, you know, it's one of those things where having those conversations on a regular basis, uh, is going to be key.
1: And, yeah. Um, because those and pictures are leverage, right? Once you've sent those, once you've sent that picture, then they will use that picture as leverage to get the kid to do all sorts of crazy stuff because the kids are now ashamed and realizing that they're in over their head and they don't want to, you know, come to somebody and, you know, they're in lives, the whole deal like that, where you rely on a relationship where the kids know, wow, I wasn't supposed to give out my cell phone number. Wow. I wasn't supposed to do any pictures. And now you're in trouble, right?
0: Yeah. They're, they're counting on that embarrassment. Uh, and you know, predators are after one of three things. They either want to extort somebody for money. They want more explicit pictures of them, from themselves for themselves, to either have or, or trade, or they're going to want to meet for some kind of physical encounter. And so many times it starts out with something that's, you know, maybe a provocative picture, but then as you say, they're sort of saying, Well, if you don't send me something more revealing, I'm gonna go and I know who's in your social network, I know who your parents are, I'm gonna send them these pictures, etc. They're blackmailing them into getting more content. And that's when you really want your kid to come and say, okay, I made this mistake, it's a small mistake, I don't want to just make it into a big mistake. And, and they ask for help because if they don't go to a trusted adult, it's just going to go downhill. And then if there's explicit pictures, they're really hard to get off the internet because once they're out of your control.
1: Oh yeah, it's a, it's a challenge. Well, we gotta go to another break. But in the meantime, you know, if you just all of a sudden went, wait a minute, I know which Bible predator was sweet on Samson, and you want to win one of these books, you call us at 866-348-7884. You have some input on this conversation. You have an experience, a story. We'd love to hear from you. 866-348-7884. We'll be right back.
0: You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.
1: Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. Today we have John D. Did <laughs> Geronimo or lo- That L has got me got me baffled, John. But I do love your last name, and at some point in time, I I, I have to—is it Italian? It is. Let's, say it one more time for me. I know I'm. I just I admire the way you can do that.
0: Girolamo.
1: There you go. Girolamo. I think I said it right for once, Nick. It can happen. All right. So, very cool. We have Nancy is in Chapel Hill. She's got an answer for us. We've got questions. Nancy has the answer. Nancy, you're on Kingdom Pursuits. Good morning. Good morning, Robbie. I'm so glad you called. I'm so always glad to hear your voice. Um, mm-hmm. Have, have you been thinking about well, Samson?
2: <laughs> well, isn't it like the the story with Delilah, where she convinced the?
1: Oh, she was a like predator. The There's no doubt she was. Out? I had even
2: yeah to cut his hair. Find is where his strength was, right?
1: And she was sweet on Samson, so you've met all the criteria in this case. Yeah, I know you're going to be yeah. shocked to know you're exactly right. However, I would point out there was another predator for which i was thinking
2: <laughs> oh that's okay. okay it's okay
1: don't do not do not give it away somebody else may want to call in and answer but i love your answer nancy um yeah you're you're absolutely him. so do you actually live in chapel hill and not durham
2: yes i live in chapel hill even though i go to peace church in durham yeah that's because that's the church for me
1: It is the church for you. So for those of you listening, usually listen to the next show right after Kingdom Pursuits is encouraging prayer with Pastor James Banks. Well, just so you'll put it all together, James Banks is the pastor of Peace Church where Nancy goes. And so when I come visit Peace Church, I often meet Nancy, who is one phenomenal saint, um, has such a heart for other people, and you yourself work in a hospital, right?
2: Well, I do home health for right, UMC, right. and I, at present time, I'm also doing a food distribution to my homebound patients.
1: Yes, you do. Yay. I got some peanut butter from you one time. <laughs> I remember that. That's exactly what you yeah. do. So God bless you as always. Um, I'm so thankful for you calling in today and. Did Nick get your information so you could he could send out a book to you?
2: Yes, and I am interested in who that other predator was for Samson now. I'll
1: have oh. to go dig it up. Well, I'll give you a hint. He himself created a riddle over it. I wasn't the first person oh. to create a riddle over this predator. It was Daniel who created the first one. There you go. That's a big yeah. hint. 866-348-7884. <laughs> if nobody gives it, Nancy, I'll, I'll give it out before the end of the show, I promise.
2: All right. Great.
1: Thanks for it's calling. It's
2: always wonderful to listen to you. Uh, I learned so much from you, Robbie. You are a blessing.
1: And so are you, Nancy. God bless you. We will look forward to seeing you guys soon. I had a chance, by the way, next weekend because James is going to be in Maine. But I was preaching somewhere else. So soon I'll be back in Chapel Hill. I hope so. God bless you. Have a great well, week. good. All
2: right. <laughs> All right. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye.
1: So, getting back to John. Um, I, when I think about this this whole subject, as the technology increases, I, I don't know if you're aware of this, John, but the the uh, technology f- that we have now on the good side is also advancing like by leaps and bounds and they've even changed the way that it's, you know, it used to be that it was called child pornography, but now they call it C-SPAM or, or something along those lines. Like it's child sexual, um, I'm trying to think how it exactly goes. Maybe you know better than I do. Um, but, but
0: yeah, uh, child sexual abuse material or C-SPAM.
1: Right, see Sam, that's it. And and so, like, the laws are changing fast. The technology is changing fast. And, and God is rising up people against this kind of thing. But, you know, I've heard horror stories, not just of little girls, but of little boys that were lured in by pictures of girls and then got themselves in a situation, a horrible situation um, of extortion because they they were the same thing. They got lured in by the shame of it. And then they had them to do what they wanted to do as far as extortum, right?
0: Yeah. Well, one of the uh, examples I give in the book is how they specifically go after boys. And what they'll do is they will set up a, a fake profile of say an attractive college age woman. And typically they'll use, you know, pictures, images downloaded from the internet or pornography sites. And they're going to, Uh, send those pictures to that uh, teenage boy um, without being asked. But then they're going to pressure him and say, hey, I've sent you, now you have to send me. And so he caves into that pressure, sends a picture of himself, and then immediately gets extorted for money. And they will do two things. They will ask for more money as soon as they get the first payment. And two, they will threaten to send that picture around to that person's uh, social media contacts and et cetera if they don't continue to do whatever that predator says. And so now that person is stuck and they're gonna feel trapped. And it goes back to our conversation about our relationship with with the parents or some other trusted adult. If they keep it to themselves, they're probably not going to be able to solve this problem on their own and what does it lead to well it can lead to depression you know cyberbullying if it gets out the pictures get out to their friends and family uh it can also lead to self harm right. and big uh, time
1: and this, suicide it happens,
0: yeah yeah it happens more often than uh, people people think
1: it's just uh, yeah uh, it's you know an eye opening like oh my goodness You know, in a way, I I know the first time I started hearing about this, I was like, man, I don't know that I want to know that. Um, But because it's such a trap and um, it it, but fortunately, you know, folks like you are, are getting the word out there, land and rescue, all sorts of resources. And again, you, the listeners, as you know, this obviously share the information with people with young children or teenage children or, you know, unfortunately, you know, now a lot of kids at five, six years old, guess what? You know, they're given complete access to crazy stuff through a smartphone, right?
0: Exactly. And and you can get access through games like Xbox. So they have internet access, they have chat rooms, et cetera. And so it's all all part of making, unfortunately, it's made the job of the creditor easier because they just literally have an uh, unlimited amount of people they can try to contact.
1: Right, so you know, it's 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 a real resource, and and so I, I'm curious, you, you know, just to the other books that you've done, the the one it's not about the badge, but then then you've got the other two, right? It's it's not about the sex. What what did that mean? That title?
0: Yeah. So when I thought about human trafficking, I I think you've got a situation where. Every American has has kind of the same question, is how does someone get trapped and why can't they leave? And so I wanted to answer the question through storytelling. So I interviewed four different people. One was an advocate who started a nonprofit to help um, victims of human trafficking. One was a law enforcement officer who uh, worked on a federal task force, Uh, a survivor herself, telling her story of perseverance and how to get your life back and then I ended with a brothel madam's story of redemption and so I don't think you see those kinds of very different perspectives on one topic uh, in one book and and it's all done through plot lines you know stories characters action dialogue etc and I end the the, uh, book with tips for parents and what are the grooming signs so there is a little you know, information
1: in the end of the book. All right. Well, we got to go to another break. Of course, you may have that other answer to the Samson question. We'd love to hear from you. 866-348-7884. Maybe you got a question for John. 866-348-7884. We'll be right back with one more segment.
0: You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.
1: Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. We have a short segment here. So if you were thinking about calling in about Samson, you better get to it. (laughs) 866-348-7884. Which Bible predator was sweet on Samson? Which I love the Delilah answer. I had not thought of that one often. Often. I'm stumped by my own listener, (laughs) 866-348-7884. So, John, uh, as you are heading into this show today, what did you want to get said that you have not said?
0: Yeah, I think we've covered a lot of of, of really good stuff, and and I think um, probably, you know, the takeaway is that, you know, kids today, they're a different generation, and they view having a thousand friends and followers on their social media as a goal. Uh, I see it as a problem. And, um, you know, they say that the, the average popular teenage high school girl can have up to 5,000 friends and followers. And, you know, we, we live in a kind of this celebrity obsessed um, society where having, you know, having somebody like my story or, uh, you know, follow something that I've I've posted online, uh, they're building their self-esteem with that. That feeds right into the predator playbook because predators are going to try to figure out what those kids are needing, and they're just going to affirm whatever that is and worm their way in. And parents just need to be kind of aware of that different mindset. It's a different generation than in the past when uh, technology was, know kind of new to teenagers now as you said you see five-year-olds with smartphones or tablets and you know that you know it's hard enough being savvy about predators when you're 15 let alone when they're five years old so parents have to be active to protect their child
1: right and, and unfortunately or i don't know unfortunately however you want to look at it there are lots of platforms and some of those are highly toxic in, in other words you know i know a lot of young people who are they tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Um, in fact, interestingly, my my daughter told me at, at dinner the other night, my, who's now twenty five and married, that she had just totally abandoned TikTok because it was so addicting. Um, and the, you know, there's there's others that they talk about on Land and Rescue, and I forget the name of them. That literally, if you go there, that that it's almost like going to the dark web. Are you familiar with any of those, John?
0: Well, you know, the predators hang out where the kids are, and those are going to be programs like TikTok, Kick, Snapchat, uh, Instagram, things like that. and I, I've done research and, and and I've seen some of these nonprofits will talk about how teenagers are saying that pictures just show up in their on their device and they and they're explicit. and uh, and I think parents are, are just shocked to find out about. Those kinds of things, and uh, you know, these platforms, these programs uh, are are uh, developing so quickly. It's really hard to keep, you know, to keep up with that. And then you've got the newest issue, which is artificial intelligence, which is really, I think, going to be a game changer uh, in a bad way for uh, for parents trying to protect their kids.
1: Yeah, because obviously they're going to use you know, that artificial intelligence to troll with. But, you know, I guess on the other side, fortunately, law enforcement and lots of people are using artificial intelligence the other way to, you know, seek out the predators. So the battle is on, and prayer is a gigantic part of it, right? it, You know, our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against spiritual forces in the high places, and those forces are, you know, what is dealing with both the predator and the prey. and And so, you know, we all have... You know those opportunities in twenty twenty four to be praying about that and thinking about it, and but what where where can people get your resources? I put it up at KingdomPursuits.com dot but I want to make sure people can get to your book, order your book, you know, give you feedback on your book, all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, all the books are sold on Amazon. They come in paperback and Kindle, and my book about trafficking also comes in an audio version, uh, which is very popular. So I, I encourage your listeners to to go to Amazon and um, and check it out.
1: So the it, it's the it's not about the predator. That's the one that's an audiobook as well.
0: Uh, no, that's just in in print. It's uh, it's, it's about fifty some pages long. Uh, I think most people can read it in probably twenty minutes.
1: Which one is the trafficking book?
0: It's not about the sex.
1: Okay. And then there's It's Not About the Badge as well. So those are the three books. And they're all there at his website, which, again, I won't try to say his last name <laughs> if you go to kingdompursuits.com, you'll see it's not about the predator and there the link is to his website all his books and again as i always mention on kingdom pursuits you know when somebody steps out there and writes a book like if you order it on amazon and you go back and give them a good review or you know just give him some feedback this is where this book to- spoke to me or where it didn't speak to me those things made the world to somebody who was pouring their life into these resources. And it's just like, you know, you, people like to get likes on their social media authors. Um, you know, they, they'd like some feedback, obviously God's given them the ultimate feedback, but that's a great thing. So John, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for, for, you know, letting God use you in this way. Yeah. I um, really appreciate Robbie, uh, being on the
0: show and having a chance to, um, you know, address these issues directly with your
1: audience. God bless. Yes. Thank you so much. Now, thank you for listening to the truth network. As we mentioned, encouraging prayers coming up, followed by the masculine journey starts here now in Winston Salem. And then it's time to man up with Nikita Koloff. who will give you the Russian sickle at 1230. Stay tuned. So much truth coming at you on the truth network.
0: This is the truth network.